Big Drive Energy live here from Phoenix, Arizona and the PHNX studios. What's up, everybody? It's Big Drive Spence here with Big Drive Mitch. Uh, we've been playing some golf. We're down in Arizona. We are going to be heading to Wasted Management. It's Waste Management Week, one of our favorite weeks of the year. Uh, and we actually just found out that the Pro-Am is canceled. So we're going to talk about the Pro-Am being canceled, what the weather is going to do to waste management and TPC Scottsdale this week. Uh, and we're also going to do a fairway or four. All right, let's tee it up. So Pro-Am canceled as of like seven minutes ago. Yeah, our afternoon plans are shot. Yeah, so it's in Arizona. We're in Arizona, obviously. And we were playing golf yesterday and today. And it was raining a little bit yesterday. And Kyle, shout out to Kyle for getting us on. Mesa Country Club was awesome. We played nine so there fun. yesterday, 18, well, 16 today, because we had a group of fucking six of them that just didn't want to let us play through, which it's their country club. I get it. I'm a country club guy now, so I know what that's like. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you haven't played a single round at a country club yet. I'll do shit by my own rules. Uh, yeah, you make you make the rules, everybody else. It's your world. They're just living in it. Exactly. Um, but so we have a, a video here from Andrew Putnam. He actually just posted this um because we're in downtown phoenix right now which is about 20 minutes away from tpc and it's like sprinkling yeah it's like sprinkling so yeah. when we heard that news we were pretty shocked but once you see this video from andrew um you'll see that it's it's pretty bad out at tpc so let's roll that mo and you well this is great we're in phoenix yeah out here uh it feels getting, like i'm getting shot by an airsoft gun right now getting blasted you having fun this is great weather in Phoenix. They said come here for the sun. Wow. You kidding me right now? What are we doing out here? All these people going nuts. Feels like home, but I wouldn't be playing in this if I didn't have to. Look at this green. I mean, it's a turning into a river. All right, so wow. that is, uh, yeah, that blows my mind that we're less than 10 miles from there, maybe about 10 miles from there, and that's what it looks like. Uh, but apparently, our local weather person, Emma, here told us that it hails a lot in Scottsdale that we did not know about, and apparently it can get very large. So I guess that is uh, why they're leaning towards canceling it. It's so weird, though, because it just feels like such a big event and the pro-am is such a big part of it that uh, and you can tell me your opinion but i feel like if this was last year they wouldn't have canceled it they would have done whatever they could to finish it and get the celebrity shot in that they do at the end um it just with the super bowl being here last year now this year with it not it's kind of crazy because this event is always wild but when the super bowl was here last year it felt like it was another level up and now it's kind of that come down from it not being here. So there might be a few less people out, especially with the weather. Um, but do you think they would have played it last? Like if they would have had this weather last year, you think they would have figured out a way to finish it? Well, they would have figured out a way maybe to make it earlier in the day or they would have planned around it more. But like, as you saw from that video, there's no chance you can play golf in that. Like, it's not like it's just raining or not even great. Like the course is relatively unplayable. At this yeah. Point. But they were just quick. It looks like relatively quick to cancel it. I mean, and I could be wrong, but does the weather change down here pretty quickly? Like, could it be sunny at some point? Like, Yeah, it's actually, well, February is like the weirdest month. Um, so normally waste management falls on like the perfect week of February. Um, we actually just missed that. It was last week for us. Oh, okay. So normally it's like it's perfect weather, 70 degrees. So so they should have moved it to last week. Yeah, they could have. But yeah, the, the weather, it could change like throughout the day. It could be sunny in a couple hours, yeah. could also be pouring in a couple hours. <laughs> right. Well, that's kind of what I was thinking, like if they could have pushed the greens off or whatever, um, you know, in order to make it playable. But it sounds like they're just canceling it all today. Um, so our afternoon plans are kind of shot. What are we going to go do? Probably just sit at the Airbnb and chill or go drink a lot. I was going to say, I think we should go drink somewhere. Yeah, that'll that'll probably be the play. Um, let's talk real quick about getting down here because so you, you're a family man now. I'm not. Um, so I'm used to traveling solo and I actually took a separate flight from you guys. Different airline, um, which was nice. Not going to lie. Just did my own thing. Uh, but then I meet up with you guys in the airport and just looking at you stressed me out. 
Well, yeah. So flying with a kid is definitely a very different experience. Um, we got to the airport. Southwest is it's cool because even like I got fucked with C twenty and Kylie got fucked with C twenty five. You know, Southwest. I think Southwest. Kylie came up with this, but Southwest kind of knows that we like to upgrade our shit. Like at least one of us to upgrade to like A one to fifteen, so we can board early and get a relative seat that we want, and not like end up in the middle between two people that are not two. fun to sit with. Yeah. Um, and so they maybe just like we were right on the exact 24 hour mark where we checked in got c25 but perks to having a, a child is you get to board between a and b so we got to board between a and b um got good seats on the plane but the whole disaster started before we even boarded the plane um they got everybody up from the a group as we were start to board and my wife is very like we left for the airport about an hour and a half earlier than I would have left for the airport if I had the same flight. Yeah. Um, but once again, I'm used to traveling by myself, backpack, quick trips, you know, in and out, no check bags, none of that stuff. Well, so I will say I kind of lucked out because we got there pretty early. I rode with you guys and I took the new, there's new security at DIA and it was a problem. Like it did not go smoothly. I was in security for over 35 minutes. So by the time I got to the gate, I grabbed some to eat and we were like ready to board within 20 minutes of me getting there. And I, if I would have gotten there when I normally got there, I would have probably been running to the gate to board. So I actually got kind of lucky that we got there that early. Uh, but yeah, then I get a text from Spencer when I'm like halfway here, I always buy the Wi-Fi on the plane cause I just need something to do. Um, probably a waste of money, but whatever. And so I, I get a text from Spencer that says we still haven't taken off yet. Um, and I'm like, oh, uh, okay. So I'm going to have to sit at the airport for an hour and a half. Um, so you had some mechanical issues. Is that correct? Yeah. So they came back on the, after they let all the A people board or not board, but get in line and stand up, they came back and they're like, it's just going to be a few more minutes. We got a mechanical issue. And then they came back another 10 minutes later and said, all right, everybody can go sit back down. This is going to be a little longer than we originally thought. We're like, holy shit. Um, and this is like by my, like, and this is semi annoying when you're just by yourself in the airport. This is a fucking disaster when you have a child. Like, the, it's an absolute shit show. Like, he went through a, two different bottles. He had two different naps. I'm like trying to find a spot where I can sit down so like he can just like nap on us. Cause obviously, uh, it would have been a power move to just like take the pack and play and just fucking put it out in the, in the airport concourse. But I didn't do that. Um, but yeah, so then finally they're like, all right, we got to get you guys. It's a completely different plane. Um, and so we moved gates. They, they had us move like five gates down. So everybody walked over to a new gate. Uh, they did get us on a new plane pretty quickly. And then when we got on the plane, everybody was pretty much boarded. Somebody, I couldn't see who it was cause I was holding my kid. So I couldn't like really look around, but somebody was talking on their phone on the plane and they kept they told them three times over the intercom to turn like get off your fucking phone we can't take off if you're just talking on your phone so i don't know who that was but you're see, a loser I, I see so i think it's actually a lie um i think it's just like i don't know exactly who made up this lie but i don't think being on your phone interferes with the airplane like i think they're just lying to us about does anybody lie more than like everyone at the that works at the airport including like the pilots they're like it's going to be 30 more minutes um that's two hours uh the people standing at the desk are like yeah we're gonna board soon board in two hours i feel like the a unit of measurement in airplane or an airport time is completely different than real life time like if they tell you it's a half hour at the airport it's two hours so that's kind of like microwave time yeah you know yeah, microwave just, time is way fucking longer than yeah, the normal you time. you can't watch the pot boil it just takes longer it's one of those where it just takes forever to get everything done at the airport and if you think about it it's all like it is kind of crazy but we're all like piling onto a public sky bus that's going to a different place and somehow it feels so much bigger than like what it is or do I just sound like I smoked a bunch of weed before? This? No, it does it. Do you mean, does it feel bigger or smaller? It like just it feels, feels like, like it's such a big deal to go to get on a flight versus like you go get on a bus, you get in the car, like you get on a train. 
it's not near the ordeal that flying is. Oh, no. I Like, if you actually break down flying, it fucking seems insane. Yeah. And it's not a big enough deal, I don't think. <laughs> like, I don't it, think people like, understand how crazy it actually is. <laughs> yeah. That you, we're, you just see people in the air, like, flying across the sky. Yeah, the fact that we ate breakfast in one state and lunch in another yesterday is insane to me. You tell somebody in 1910 that shit, they think you're on... You're going to get submitted to, like, a witch trial. Like 100%. You're not going to live through the day if you tell people you'd be flying across America within hours, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, and it's... So, not only is the plane ride, or was it getting on the plane a disaster, but my I found my new literal hell is flying with a child. Because I... The second I get on a flight, it doesn't matter if it's a 45-minute flight or a four-and-a-half-hour flight. I am asleep. I want to sleep. Can't do that when you're holding, you know, a child. And I actually, actually did seen, fall asleep I yesterday. Say, I've seen pictures of you holding Sawyer on the plane asleep. So I, I did fall asleep yesterday, but it's not that, like, good sleep because you're like, my arms are like this, and I'm, like, kind of, like, teetering on sleep and not sleep. But... He passed out and ended up being fine. But the last like 45 minutes, my entire left arm, my left hand was numb because he was like leaning on my my arm on the armrest. So it sent my elbow into some sort of weird. So I was just playing with my pinky because it was numb. And that's like I couldn't get my phone out of my pocket because he was on it. Oh, God forbid. And you're just like, I don't understand. I, I honestly cannot understand how people do not sleep on flights. You just sit there, and especially like if you're even if you're listening if you're See, listening I to never, music. I, I don't sleep on flights generally unless they're like four plus hours. Okay, well, are you at least on your phone? Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm not raw dogging a flight. Like, yeah, that's a, with no headphones, fucking just staring at the wall. People raw dogging flights yeah. are serial killers. Yeah, hundred percent. That is pre crime activity, and that's what I felt like I was doing because I had one airpod in because so i could hear my wife if something was going down or she wanted me to take the kid or give me you know me to give her the kid whatever so i had one airpod in so i could make basically barely hear my podcast couldn't get to my phone and i'm just sitting there and i'm like what the fuck do i stare at i'm like look trying to find something interesting to look at on the plane god forbid there's nothing but yeah my favorite thing about you is you like have a child on like willingly like you want to have a family and then like the consequences that come with it you're like what the fuck is this like you're like is this what i signed up for like well, yeah it's not all rainbows and butterflies dude yeah i understand that and i love him and i love having a kid i'm just saying it's not optimal to travel with a kid and it's, it's not less, it's less than ideal yeah and i'm uh, like i said i'll sleep on any flight i'll i'll fall i could finish this podcast go under this desk and fall asleep for an hour no problem See, i can sleep you, anywhere you told me you pride yourself on sleeping like six hours a night I do. It doesn't mean I can't sleep. I just don't. I don't sleep as much as I. I don't oversleep. I think you think you're tougher than sleep. I am tougher than sleep. Yeah. One million percent tougher. Do you know than what sleep. I did on my flight was there was an older gentleman in front of me, and uh, I I don't want to be out of pocket here, but he had a, a hair like on his eyelid that was growing out of his eyelid, and it was like an inch long. Oh no! And he was just talking to the dude. So I'm back here. Uh, he was talking and it was just right and i just stared at it like flapping in the wind i was like holy shit how can you not feel that you have like an inch long hair growing out of your eyelid um so yeah that that distracted me a lot of times you know what i like to do is watch other people's movies with no sound and then try to like d when i was going to scotland i was hammered when i got on the flight and somebody's watching mad max uh, and i was like fascinated it was like the weirdest movie i scared the shit out of me but luckily i couldn't hear anything going on i just could not i probably watched the entire movie with no sound just like staring at their screen that's actually also psycho i all right i got a question for you one other thing i did no i tried not i wasn't doing it on the flight like i'm not sounding like a creepy dude here but the chick in front of me <laughs> this is not starting no well. the girl in front of me to the right like she was texting like with this and you could just see your phone. And yeah. like, I couldn't look at anything else. And I'm not like trying to look at her phone. But yeah. I all I have in front of me is a sleeping kid in my lap. A, a fucking... the We had to take the brochures out of the seat in front of us because he kept grabbing them. So I have no brochures. I have nothing to look at. Did you so, want to read the security packet? No, I could. I, it would have been better than staring into the blank space. And so I, this chick's texting and I'm like, eh, like peek over. I'm like, nope, don't do that. That's weird. 
Oh, no, don't do it. Like, but that's all I could see. Couldn't watch anybody's movie. Couldn't no, do anything. No, like reading other people's texts is pretty fascinating. Yeah, you do it a lot. No, I, I generally try not to, but like... To me, you when, do it. Well, no, I really don't either. I, Why do you think I have a privacy screen in my fucking phone? Oh, it's because of me, isn't it? 100%. Oh, okay. Um, no, there's one time there's this lady, you know, like the older people with like the huge text, like the huge <laughs> letters. She it's was like just, three words on the screen just, at a time. Yeah, she was just pecking the entire time. And she was like, apparently her whole family had, they had like a family reunion and got into a huge fight. So I read all about this lady's <laughs> fight with her, her entire family. Um, and now, like, I just do whatever it takes to kill time. But, yeah, I'm not going to stare right at somebody's phone next to me. Like, no, not next to you. But then um, it was kind of funny because she pulled up her Snapchat and it was her face. And so I, like, dove <laughs> my like, face. Oh, I was like, oh, shit, if you can see my face like that, <laughs> that's not going to be good. And then I, like, gave it from the side and I could only see her face in the screen of her Snapchat herself. the plane, like, you should ask her, like, what was go- happening with her boyfriend, why they were fighting or something. No, they were talking about their dogs or something. And I was like, I, I don't. I don't care enough, and I don't want to, like, There's I don't... do dude next to me checking the stock market. I want to see what he had out there. See um, if you can get some hot tips. Yeah, exactly. A little insider trading. You never know. All right, well, let's talk about golf, but not necessarily the waste management quite yet. Let's talk about our golf the last two days. Uh, once again, shout out to our boy Kyle, uh, taking us out to Mesa Country Club. A couple wild things about the golf course that I noticed. First of all, so they're redoing the whole thing here in a month. They're going to be closed all the rest of this year until November, um, but... The, there's the road that you drive into the course on straight up cuts off like two holes. And so you're hitting two, one, uh, two different holes. You're hitting a golf shot above, like all three of them, you're hitting a golf shot above the cars, but two of them, you're hitting a, a an uphill golf shot above the cars. Like the downhill one doesn't scare me as much because the T, you know, the, the road is a, a little I'm, below I'm the tee box, but the ones where you're hitting approach shots upward right over the road. It seems insane, and he said uh, he's never seen a car hit before, which honestly I don't believe. But I don't. I believe him, but like I don't know how more cars aren't hit on a on a road that literally goes right in front of three tee boxes. Yeah, I will say uh, most people that show up to a golf course are generally pretty oblivious, so you would think that more cars would get hit because people just probably roll right through in the middle of golf shots all the time. So uh, yeah, I'm not shot or i'm i'm surprised that they don't lose more windows uh in cars pulling up to that country club but overall the golf course i thought was amazing and uh you know it, they didn't overseed it because they're renovating it so it was pretty browned out the greens were super fast super firm um but overall just a great test of golf and i think i don't remember if we've talked about this before or not but desert golf because being in arizona probably 90% of golf down here is desert golf and it's great, but it kind of has an expiration date to it a little bit. Like once you played a few desert golf courses, you've kind of played them all. So it's nice to have a mixture of a few Parkland style courses down here, which are like Phoenix country club, Mesa country club, um, Arizona country club, I think is another one. Uh, And realistically, like it saves Spencer probably what a half a dozen golf balls. How many times were you in another fairway that wasn't on our own? Um, well, we played a total of like what twenty-seven holes in the past thirty in twenty-four hours, and uh, I, I, I think I, I hit, hit like five, four fairways. I was going to say, I, I hit three or four guess fairways. You probably hit five, four or five fairways. Um, so Spencer definitely was hitting it. <laughs> I wish I would have gotten a video so bad. He's like left, right, left. What the <laughs> fuck, like. I cannot hit it in the fucking fairway, like just losing his mind. I I also uh, struggled, like not playing golf for three months. You know, I didn't have a lot of uh, expectations going in by any means. Um, but the crazy thing is for me was I was struggling with my low point, like where I'm bottoming out. I was like thinning so many shots. I chunked a few. You definitely chilly. I, I was going to say, I wish I would have struggled with thinning a few shots because that one par three that was like 230 i hit four iron and like i hit i yards. hit i made the whole 231 <laughs> yards because of how far behind the fucking ball oh my, club my god contact. spencer almost threw his uh four iron into the fence he was not happy but yeah it was a uh, just a really good classic golf course built in 1948 um and the people were really cool the clubhouse was awesome uh, just a really, really good spot. Like it definitely lived up to what I expected out of it. 
And then Kyle, our buddy uh, hosting us, just made it that much better. Super cool dude. A lot of fun to be around. Um, we actually played a new gambling game today that neither of us had played. Um, so what was it called? The Banker? Yeah. Yeah, Banker. So for those of you out there that have not played this game yet, it's a great game to play with three, four people, whatever. Um, the one thing is, though, you got to have somebody that pays attention because I am so bad at keeping track of bets. Like speaking of Jordan Spieth, we got a comment from Trevor Brown. Spieth, Spieth for the win this weekend. Um, that's a good possibility. Uh, you know, he's he's played well here a few times. But remember that uh, scorecard that Jordan Spieth kept with all the bets on it when they were. I think Justin Thomas posted on like social media uh, like last year, and it it had like eight different bets in like each line and shit. Like it was so detailed. And that is the opposite of what I am. Um, so as long as you have somebody in the group paying attention, that's relatively sober and can keep track. But basically, uh, you rotate as the banker. So Kyle started as the banker, and the banker always um, plays last or tees off last. So the first two guys, he'll throw out, the banker will throw out a number, say $20. Um, and you can bet up to that amount per person but you're you're betting directly. So Spencer's betting against Kyle. So Spencer, if he said 20, okay, it would be 20 uh bucks on that bet between Kyle and Spencer. And then the other things that the non-bankers on the whole can do are double if they hit a good tee, if the ball's in the air on a good tee shot. Um, so I did not do I did it once on the last hole, but I was just hitting the driver so bad that I didn't feel the need to double. Uh but then the banker, um, well, well, so I already kind of explained all the banker stuff. Sorry, I'm rambling here. Uh, but then if you make birdie, it doubles it also. So you, you have the option to double if your ball's in the air and you like your tee shot. And you have the option to double if you make, it's not really an option. But if you make birdie, the bet doubles. Um, so it was just a really fun game. Like at one point, uh, I was down probably 50, 60 bucks. I mean, what were you down 80 100 bucks oh i was getting plowed yeah we were the whole day and i will say kyle knows those greens credit to him he burned so many edges he hit so many good putts um and i did not at all i was actually chipping with a hybrid quite a bit and spencer is giving me a whole ration of shit for it but uh if you're in the desert and you have the firm ground like this hybrid chipping is actually pretty efficient it it you made it look efficient like and spencer mitchell's chipping like a 40 handicap out here but i will say i i did have to eat shit a little bit because i'm making fun of him hybrid chipping on the same hole and then right after that i hit one halfway to the hole uh it was wet today there was a few times well one time my ball i not one time probably seven times my ball hit off a tree uh, but went into this little ditch area that was super soggy, and then my shoes were. I dirty posted for the, the video on Twitter. If you follow us on Twitter, Big Drive Energy, you'll be able to see Spencer ruin his nice new Footjoy white shoes. Um, yeah, so I hit quite a few trees, gotten quite a few muddy, wet spots. Also, um, I got to bring this up real quick. So I was thinking about it. Um, you were going to wear golf shoes to the pro am today that we are not participating in. Well, I, I think that's out of pocket. Like, I don't, I, I really don't want to be seen with you walking around in golf shoes. Like, do wrestlers show up to, or do people watch wrestling matches in leotards and, and wrestling shoes? Like, okay. Do you show up to a football stadium with a helmet and shoulder pads on? <laughs> I like, have. You don't have show up to a golf tournament to watch the tournament in golf gear. Like, you wear a golf shirt, but you don't wear golf shoes. Like, I think last year at the Phoenix Open, we saw um, a dude with, like, a glove in his back pocket. Now, or, that's That's funny. a legendary move. Like, oh, I just got done golfing, um, and here I am. But you never know. He's like, throw me in for a celeb shot. Like, I'll, I'll mix it up with you guys a little bit. I got the glove. I'm ready. But, yeah, it just kind of looks like you're ready to, like, get out there. Well, Like, you're trying to cosplay as a PGA Tour player. I'm always trying to do that. That is my life. But for the record, I only brought a couple of pairs of shoes down here, and I have a white hat on today, and I have a mostly gray outfit with a colored collar, and I can't wear the only one pair of 
tennis shoes or whatever you call them, just regular shoes I have are all black. Like My God. I can't wear all black shoes with a gray outfit and a white hat. Like I look like an idiot. You were wearing an all black outfit yesterday. I thought you were going to go work your shift at King Supers. <laughs> Dude, they wear, the, you, you they wear, wear blue, you <laughs> dickhead. The shoe, the shoe pant combo. I was like, buddy, you. I literally had all black on. Yeah. What's the problem with that? Were you going to a funeral? No, like, it was a comfortable, I had joggers. And, but then you're concerned about wearing black shoes with gray. But no, it's not mostly the gray. It's it's having black shoes and nothing else black on my entire body. Do you know what else is a problem is the fact that I know you had a lot of shit to pack, but you have like a legitimate shoe problem at, at home. Like, I think you have probably 40 or 50 pairs of shoes. You couldn't have brought one extra pair to match your outfits. Like, holy shit, Spencer, get it together. Well, I was really just like trying to fit trying to fit a pack and play and a golf bag in my carry golf bag down here and it ended up not working it was overweight so i didn't want to add too many more things to it so one pair of golf shoes i actually do that's a lie i actually do have two pairs of non-golf shoes here but the other ones are brand new and they're white so i'm not just going to wear them out in the mud at a golf tournament plus i have an outfit picked out for tomorrow which the shoes match really well with so i want to keep those white shoes clean until tomorrow i'm so happy for you i will i will give one stipulation um that you can wear golf shoes to a golf tournament if it's like super wet and your golf shoes are the only like waterproof shoes that you have uh brendan airs how many beers you boys pounding at 16 this weekend um well we're leaving on friday unfortunately uh, we we did kind of want to dip out early to get back for the Super Bowl, but I think we are going to consume um, a few cocktails in between pretending like we have media credentials and walking around inside the ropes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Last that's... year we were just tucking our media credential inside of our shirts, going to the bar, getting like double vodka Red Bulls, and then just walking around behind the ropes with alcohol. So I we, we're new to like we. We shouldn't be behind the ropes. So the fact, <laughs> hopefully nobody's watching this, but um, that can control that. But we we just don't know what the fuck we're doing. We, we're just there to have a good time too. Like obviously we're posting content, but uh, yeah, we're definitely be definitely going to be having some some uh, vodka, some whiskey, you name it. We're consuming it. Yeah, I haven't had a beer up until yesterday for a month, so. I'm going to be hammering. Congratulations. I'm going to be hammering as many Coors Lights as I can. But yeah, it is kind of a weird deal because you got the media credentials with like your face on them and stuff. And and then you, you're walking around like some of the dudes you've seen on Twitter where they're, you know, their center of gravity is underneath the ground. And you, if you have a media credential and you do that, I don't know if you're going to ever get one again. So we, we have to toe that line a little bit. But Overall, luckily, luckily uh, I'm not a lightweight. I can't speak for you on that. No, I definitely am. Yeah, I, I've seen Spencer get drunk off like two drinks before. So we need to sort that out if we're going to be drinking and also posting these next few days. But I was actually looking forward to the Pro-Am. I was going to have a few drinks this afternoon, but it is canceled, unfortunately. That is and that that is kind of the, the shitty part is for us. The Pro-Am is probably the most fun part. Part, you know, it's fun for different reasons, but I mean, the amount of like big time celebrities, this is probably one of the, the like biggest name pro-ams on the PGA Tour. I mean, last year, just a few guys off the top of my head, we saw Reggie Bush, we saw Rob Riggle, um, who am I missing? I think Justin Timberlake's probably like, yeah, pull up the list of celebrities playing in the pro-am because... It is definitely uh, packed with celebs. So it is just a it's it's a really fun day. And that's kind of a big part of the waste management. So it sucks to see it canceled. But, you know, if the weather's not going to cooperate, it's just not going to cooperate. So um, did you did you have that list pulled up? Yeah, it looks like we've got uh, Alex Rodriguez, um, Zach Gallon and Merrill Kelly, some Diamondbacks pitchers, um, Jake Owen. DJ Kygo. Um, I think Kygo is Michael doing, Phelps, is, Carly Lloyd. Oh, yeah. We I, we walked next to Michael Phelps. Nate Bargatze. Like, oh, okay. So there was quite the star-studded list of people in the Pro-Am, and uh, yeah, we're not going to get to see him because that, that is the most fun is the Wednesday afternoon where you're just chilling and on 16. And they, they also had the guy out there that 
he like wraps the entire th- like introduction and he just continues it's, the rap for like an guy? hour two hours no i haven't he's like one of the most talented dudes i don't know if he writes this in advance but he will legit make up like two lines about every single player about their career and he wraps it like off the top of his head Whoa. And it's and it's a white dude too. Like he's got bars. Damn. But yeah, he's I, I was impressed. I uh I did not think that we could rap like that other than Eminem. Uh, <laughs> I was say Marshall, Marshall Mathers, Mathers with like a word. <laughs> yeah, but he's built different. I'm sure this guy's not from Detroit. Uh but yeah, that that is unfortunate that we're missing out on that. Do you remember when I stood next to Michael Phelps and it just looked like so he's built like a rectangle because he's just like built like a fucking brick shit house and then it looked like me like i'm also built like a rectangle but if you just smushed it down and then widened it out it was just like no you I, just the same rectangle you just flip it to the side oh okay That's you. you think you think i look like a cheese wheel you think i, I mean i'm just giving you like because if you just smush a rectangle down it turns into a square so you just a square i'm built like a cylinder like a propane tank yeah that's um but yeah me standing next to michael phelps was quite like the jarring comparison we we look nothing alike two very different athletic two super talented <laughs> super charismatic guys what i mean how many more similarities can you ask for um do you want to get into a little bit of the golf this weekend or should we wait let's mention real quick uh tiger woods announced that he's playing at the genesis uh is that next week mm, two yes, weeks next week um, okay, so Tiger Woods is playing next week on the PGA Tour. Um, He's so, the host of it. Well, okay, but he didn't play in the, his own tournament that he hosted. Okay, well, nobody cares about the fucking Zozo. It's not the, that the Zozo's in Japan, bro. Get it straight. Okay, the Hero, the Hero World, World Challenge. Challenge. There you me. go. Um, Same thing. No, but I mean, it's cool that he's playing next week. Riviera is obviously a legendary venue. So just to see Tiger be back there. Um, it sucks that uh, Joaquin Neiman uh, won there last year, and he's not going to be here this year. Also, how are they pronouncing his name on the live broadcast? It th- they just kept saying Waco. Waco. Like, yeah, wa- is that like Joaquin. a name? Na- Didn't a you just say Waco or no? No, I said Joaquin. Yeah. Now I want to say Joaquin Phoenix. Is that right? <laughs> I, that's an actor jo- Joaquin Neiman there we go yeah um but yeah it's gonna be weird that he's not there uh but Riviera is always a great track so looking forward to watching Tiger Tito next week yeah absolutely but Bef- before we get into our picks and preview of the waste management I want to tell you guys about our great friends over at Breckenridge Distillery it is the best distillery in the world we are not in Colorado right now and if you go to Colorado at any point make sure to check out the distillery up in Breck you can try all the whiskeys. They have great food. Um, but if you're not ever in Colorado or don't plan on going, you can always get Breckenridge Distillery at, most likely at your local liquor store or at www.breckenridgedistillery.com. It is available in all 50 states. My favorite, uh, the rum cask finish, just one of the best whiskeys of all time. I've also been pounding the Breckenridge pear vodka with a little soda. I'm also right now addicted to Razzleberry. It's just just raspberry. It's called Razzleberry. Look at the fucking can next time. We've got 12 in the fridge. I have looked at them. It's called Razzle. No, it's called Razzleberry. It's called Raspberry with Z's. No. Yes. It's called Razzleberry. I I guarantee it. Uh, What do you you want to bet? Let's pull this up. Um, But yes, Breckenridge uh, vodka and whiskey and rum, everything they make is fantastic. Uh, I actually went up to Breckenridge uh, late December with my girlfriend and we uh, stopped at the distillery and had a few cocktails. The food was awesome. The custom drinks are awesome. I got a drink that had like some banana liqueur in it and I'm a big banana guy. So I really enjoyed that. Just like the flavor of banana, not the texture of banana. They kind of freaked me out. Um, is that, uh, that might be weird, but I do love the flavor of banana. So they have a lot of like custom cocktails I got a Bronco Billy cocktail while I was there. It was absolutely fantastic. I think it was like a play on a Manhattan, or a, I'm sorry, an old fashioned. But yeah, if you can't. Oh shit, it is raspberry. Yeah. Holy God damn shit. it. I thought it was you're razzle. You're just adding, you're Black just adding raspberry. your own little, what, what would you call it? Your own little damn. spice on it. That's yeah. an L for me. Yeah, you're an idiot. Okay. But the, the Breck pear vodka, you don't even need to mix that with anything. You throw some club soda in there. 
The flavor is phenomenal. Uh, just can't say enough about all their liquor. And if you know us, you know we like our liquor, so I'm a little bit picky. And uh, Breck is really all that I can drink, so. BreckDistillery.com, check it out. All 50 states, local liquor stores. Oh, speaking of a local liquor store, actually, before we get to the golf, we got a couple more stories. So yesterday, after our little nine-holer, we go to get liquor. And first place we go is called Beer World or Beer and we were kind of in the ghetto, like, not going to lie. It wasn't, like, the greatest area. Yeah, and so we're going to get uh, liquor, not beer. So we go to Beer World. We need the hard shit. And there was no hard shit in there. So we're 0 for 1. What we're, kind of liquor store just sells beer and wine? Like, can you not get a liquor license? You know what's ironic is they had those fireball shots there. So that's how you know that shit's not real liquor. They did not have fireball yes, shots. Yes, they did. They had the little things of fireball. This one I know I'm right on because I saw because I tell you I saw the fireball and I was like oh they have to have liquor but then it shows you that fireball is clearly not liquor. Anyways, so <laughs> that made no sense. We you're, go to you're making shit. Up. No, didn't you hear about that? They they're getting like sued because that didn't have enough. Spencer's yeah. right. Yeah, fireball on does fireball. It, yeah, like fireball like the shooters they're getting sued because they don't have like actual they were like lying about what's in there. No, a hundred percent. No, al- many shooters of Fireball sold at gas stations aren't actually alcohol, aren't actually whiskey. Yeah. Holy it's, shit. It's more like a... Um, it said it's like a malt liquor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so suck on one. I'm there. I'm uh, fucking... I'm right on that. <laughs> Fair enough. Holy I'm still going to call it a black razzleberry, though. Um, but the... So we go to this liquor store. They have no liquor. So we go to this store. We walk in, ask uh, the kind person in there... They say, no, we walk out. So then we go to another liquor store. This one actually has liquor. Super stop, I think. No free ads. And we go in there. There, there was a gentleman in the parking lot that had handyman painted on the side of his RV. It was. I actually respected the hustle. He had an RV that he clearly lived in, and he just, in green spray paint, spray painted handyman with the phone number across it. And then, like, details, like, what he specializes in. Yeah, I think landscaping, roofing. You got to, yeah, windows. What you, part of town were you guys in? Uh, Mesa. That's yeah. why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we were, and it's wild. It, that's That's what's so weird about country clubs is, like, we were at Mesa Country Club, and it just feels like this little, like, this little safe haven, this little, like, heaven on earth. Like, Parts, so, so yeah. Qui- yeah, it's so quiet. It's so nice. It's very private. And then, like, two blocks down, it's just a shit show out there. Yeah. Part um, of Mesa is, like, super nice, and then the other half is really scary. Yeah. Yeah. No, we were we were in that second part. Um, but we go in a liquor store, and they don't have handles of Tito's. Now, you're asking yourself, we're here for three days. Why do you need a handle of Tito's? Probably didn't, but I'm just comfortable with a hand. I buy handles. I don't buy 750s. They don't last long enough. Just going to be real about it. Um, They had like a, it wasn't a 750, but it was like in between a 750 and a handle. Yeah, I've never seen the bottle before. No, I didn't know they existed. Um, And it was $36. And generally speaking, Tito's Vodka is like $30 to $32 for a handle. So I looked at Spencer. I was like, we need to go somewhere else. Like, I'm not. And he starts ripping me. He's like, you don't want to pay fucking for it. I'm like, it is the principle of it. Why would I pay more at this ghetto ass liquor store for a bottle of vodka that I can go to a nicer place and get for cheaper? Like, I it's it's about the principle. It's not about the four dollars. Yeah, well, I did freak out because you were just like. You were Spencer loves to waste our time on everything, and then when I want to do something that is a little more time consuming, he acts like he Spencer acts like he's the president of the United States. His time is more important than everybody else's. Well, we'd already been to one non liquor store. We're not going to a third just because that's just because so you can you save a fiver on a bottle of Tito's. And for the record, we did look for Breck Distillery. They didn't have it at that one. They didn't have the vodka. They at hardly that one. had liquor there. Like I, I didn't know if they were going to have it or not. Um, but yeah. I, you don't need to talk shit about me. Okay. Well, it was, it was just a little bit of nonsense of you wanting to save $4 and go somewhere else. So we bought it there. Thank God. And then we went home and we started drinking it. Um, all right, let's get into the waste management. So the actual tournament. So this is 
like massive field, like over 180 players this week. What? Yeah. So how do they fit that many guys on the golf? Course? I have no idea, but it starts early. There's going to be 132 players cut after 36 holes. Starts early, goes late. Starts early, goes late. There's two waves, uh, Thursday, Friday, of course. So there's 10 of the top 20 in the official world golf ranking um, and 1.5 million for first place. So, so that means like 10 of the top 40 players in the world are here? <laughs> yes, exactly. 10 of the actual top 20 or actual top 40 um, players in the world are in this event. Sweet. So the uh, and eight of the last nine waste management open winners are major champions. Wow. So Scotty, mm. Scotty Scheffler, our, our nemesis, looking for the three-peat. Yeah. But are we betting him? No chance. No, not was, at plus four fifty on the DraftKings sportsbook. Well, no I, I actually pulled up um, an article about like betting on the waste management because I feel like it's probably one of the most heavily bet golf tournaments, just because there's so many eyeballs on it and it, and they do a pretty good job broadcasting this one, surprisingly enough. But uh, they said that the handle was not on Scotty Scheffler. Like they, there was a couple players that maybe on my betting card um, that are more of the hand they they're taking in more of the handle in vegas uh than some of the top guys and we've talked about it a million times on the pod but i'll say it again there's no sense in betting on a dude that's plus 600 to win a golf tournament like especially with 180 players in this field that's a needle in a haystack like i mean granted they are the best like scotty is the best player in the world right now still why bet on him with those odds it just doesn't make sense yeah, and so TBC Scottsdale is an interesting course. Um, it's from the standpoint of it's a par 71, uh, so they're one short on the fives, but a lot of the par fours, there's a lot of risk-reward on the par fours. Of course, we know the iconic 16th hole where, where we'll be at. Uh, make sure you're following us on all the socials, especially this weekend, at Big Drive Energy on x at big drive energy pod on instagram and if you're tuning in on the youtube give us a like hit us with a thumbs up subscribe to the channel um but we it, it's a fun course because there's a there is a lot of those risk reward holes and 16 you leave and i'm sure for the guys that haven't been there before like the guys that are playing there for the first time this year it's just such an experience to be on that hole you hit a bad shot you get booed you hit a good shot you get cheered you hit make a hole in one you're, you know, going to be showered in beer, et cetera. But then you get to 17 and it's really, uh, it's a drivable four, but anything left is your host. And Sahith Thagala last year, we were right on the tee box when he played 17 on Saturday and he was in the lead and he ends up hitting three wood into the water. Yeah. He hits three wood into the water left. So a lot of fun risk reward. Well, yeah. And, uh, 15, like, 16 is sandwiched between probably the two biggest risk reward holes on the golf course because 15 is a, a gettable par five with water surrounding the green where we saw a lot of eagles last year. We probably saw a handful of double bogeys. Um, so you can go easily. I mean, because you take everything else out of 16, it's a fairly easy hole. Like obviously the stadium makes it kind of a different animal, but it's a 150 yard golf hole. They can stretch it out to, you know, 170, but uh, 15, 16, 17 are all three pretty gettable holes, which always makes for a fun finish because coming down the stretch, uh, you know, you could finish eagle birdie birdie. You could probably, and and 18 now is relatively gettable too. So you could have guys, you know, finishing the round four under their last four holes. Yeah. And this is a course where uh, there are a lot of birdies to be made but there's also a lot of bogeys in play. So it's not, you know, it's not a straight birdie fest like the the tournament of champions or, you know, one of the tournaments in Hawaii. Yeah. Um, but the winners usually in anywhere from 17 to 20 under. So, you know, 68 or well, I guess 67 since par 71, all four days will get you in a really good spot. Yeah. And it's, it's also a golf course with a lot of long, five of the 11 par fours are over 450 yards. So a lot there of holes that long we, par fours we'd be hitting like driver five wood into. Well, when I played wood. it a few years ago, I hit hybrid into like two or, and I will say though, it was very soft and that's traditionally not how this golf course plays. So this week it's probably going to play pretty damn soft considering all the rain they've gotten. And that's going to give, I, I honestly think it might make the course not harder 
but it's going to make it longer for sure. And so that might take some of the shorter guys out of play um, because, you know, you're playing a 475 yard par four and you carry it, say, 275, hoping for that 15 to 20 yards of roll and it's just not there. You know, you're left with five iron into the green and I don't care if you're the most elite player on the planet, you're not hitting five iron close enough to go out and win this event. So I think with it being as soft as it is now this week, it's going to be a longer hitter that's going to be in contention. Um, not the long, they don't have to be the longest, but I think a lot, and a lot of the shorter guys have succeeded here in the past. I just think the softness of the course is going to make it tough for those guys to go out and post like a low number. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, it exactly. There, there's going to be guys hitting, you know, because there are tour guys that are a little bit shorter relatively in distance that are going to have to hit hybrids into par fours. There's a lot of undulation and elevation change on this golf course as well. So mm-hmm. um, I'm looking forward to it. The, the par threes also, other than 16, are not easy. No. They're all pretty long. They're hitting, you know, four irons, five irons into a lot of those. So it's not like – and 16 – is a relatively easy hole. I'm sure if you just play it, like that's some, what I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes it's... they throw it up to like 135 yards. Even I think last year, one of the days they it was borderline like 110 or 120 yards. Yeah, throw um, a little flip wedge in there. Yeah, but then you you get in there and you're like, oh my god, like yeah, what do I do here? Shitting your pants. Yeah, it's just the, the ultimate um, amphitheater for. Uh, a par three and yeah. golf in general exactly it's it's gonna be big for the pga tour this weekend hopefully there's no more weather issues um because they're already fighting off the weather issue from last week on the tour and with so many eyes on the live tour last week obviously they're going up against the pga tour this week in terms of viewership but waste management's one of those where everybody loves to watch it so hopefully hopefully the pga tour gets some good weather and, and and we get some good weather down here to where it's actually played and we don't have to worry about it being rained out or it being another 54 hole event because um, Liv is in Las Vegas this week and they kind of tried to recreate the party hole on one of their par threes so it, it'll be interesting to see the uh the contrast between the two yeah but we know that everybody knows even if you don't like golf you you know the waste management Phoenix Open you know the 16th hole I feel like oh absolutely so it, it does look like there's some rain in the forecast for tomorrow um, in Scottsdale, the high of 56. Saturday could be the most interesting day. Uh, 55% chance of precipitation and 52 degrees. So that is pretty darn cold out here, uh, relatively speaking. And you guys get, what, probably six weeks of weather a year that are kind of similar to this, like rainy and in the 50s, is that right? Yeah, about like six or seven. It really just depends. Every year's different, but February is the worst month. See, well, so last year, I think it was like 75, 80 degrees for this event. Like we were sweating our asses off. Yeah, it's it's like we get one week in February every year where it's beautiful. It's amazing. And then we get cold again for another couple of weeks. Normally, so. it always drops like the past five years it's dropped on waste management week oh okay so it's it's it was so weird this week having it last week (laughs) right yeah uh we we could definitely have used some better weather but i'm gonna be excited to see how all these uh these chicks come out to the waste management that love to wear like next to nothing clothes wise and see what the hell they're gonna do about uh this cold rainy weather because they i know they're uh they're ready to put their crop tops and their short shorts on and get out there and 
get really hammered and it's like yeah not when it's 52 and rainy so that also seeing drunk dudes sliding around in the mud would be pretty funny yeah the uh do you go if you're a girl do you go with that same outfit just with like a clear poncho over it so yeah you're like you can still see my cleavage it's just under this big plastic bag i'm wearing (laughs) um yeah that's a good question like chicks wearing cowboy boots out there just the most inappropriate shoes that you could possibly um and i do have to dunk on michaela perkins here our our friend at phnx she wore to the pro-am a couple years ago like uh, it looked like she was going to the park for brunch. I was like, what? We're in a golf tournament. She's wearing like boots and like a cowboy hat or not a cowboy hat. What are those new hats that girls wear? Fedora? That, like the flat one. Do they have a name for those? I don't I don't think I don't think they have a name. Yeah, they're just the most popular hat. That, yeah, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, sun, a sun hat, maybe. Yeah. yeah, sun hat would it would fall into that category. OK, yeah, it was just funny. Like I I just am entertained by the people that dress like, and it, it's similar to almost like a basketball game. Like, you know, you go to a son's game or whatever and you see people, you're like, are you at a club or are you at a basketball game? And that's kind of how people treat the waste management. So uh, yeah, the weather's definitely going to put a, put a damper. You might have to meet up with all the, the gals and you guys can change your outfits for this week. Dude, I've, I've got my outfit planned for tomorrow. I'm hyped about it. Is it waterproof, though? It is. It's a waterproof jacket that I just got. So there, we did have to pack a lot more jackets and pants than normal. Yeah, that's when we come down on this trip. That's why I went overweight on my bag. <laughs> All right. Um, before we get to our segment of Fairway or Four, we want to give you guys our official Big Bet Energy picks for this week for the waste management. All odds via DraftKings Sportsbook. We are going to be at the new DraftKings 19th hole um, tomorrow and checking it out, recording some content from there. So once again, make sure you're checking that out. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook is America's top-rated sportsbook app. They... uh, there's so many bets for the Super Bowl coming up that I just like can't even wrap my mind around them. I'm going to probably dive in there sometime on Sunday morning after I get a few drinks in me on Super Bowl Sunday and just start betting the most random props of all time because there's so many. Uh, so make sure you check out the DraftKings Sportsbook. But Emma, can we get our picks up here on the board and we'll go through them? Uh, so half of the last 16 winners, eight, so eight of the last 16 winners on at the Waste Management Phoenix Open have been less than 2,000 favorites. So this is a place where uh, history repeats itself. Obviously, Scotty's going for the three-peat. I'd be curious to see when there was a la- the last three-peat on the PGA Tour because I know you get back-to-back winners fairly often. And like I do expect Scotty to be in the top 10, but I think he's like minus 200 to be in the top 10 or minus 130, something insane. So uh, my picks, I will go with Justin Thomas this week. He is plus 1,100 and plus 130 to top 10. Uh, dude's been striking the ball great since September. He is just a guy that should and could win an event just like this. Uh, it's going to be, you know, stacked field. Like we said, 10 of the top 20 players in the quote unquote official world golf rankings. Real quick. I just Googled uh, the last three time three Pete winner on tour and it was Steve Stricker, the John Deere class. Yeah, that makes 2009 sense. to 2011. Okay. So Scotty going for history here. I don't think Scotty's as legendary as Steve Stricker though. That dude's an absolute legend. Yeah. But Steve Stricker was never number one in the world for multiple years. Um, so I've got Justin Thomas on my card. And then I've also got Sunjay M. Uh, he, I had him last year and I was really like hyped about him and Tom Kim last year, but didn't end up working out for me because Scotty just won again. Uh, and then my third pick is Ricky Fowler. He's about to win on tour. Uh, he did win on tour last fall, but I think he's about to win a legitimate like event like this again, these first couple of months into the year before they get to those, uh, lesser known events. So Ricky Fowler is also on my card. Uh, just a guy that I like to watch play golf, a guy that I like that he came back like from a pretty significant dip in his career and now is kind of back on the rise. So I got Ricky Fowler, Sanjay M, and Justin Thomas this week. I like that. All right. Um, so for my picks, I am rolling with a, a dude that feels like he is eventually going to win out here. I just don't know when. Um, Sahith Thagala, he is one of the highest bet players. So I hate the, the fact that I'm kind of following the public, but at plus 4,000, I feel like he has a really good shot at winning this event. So I think it's worth the sprinkle on him at plus 4,000 or a little more than the sprinkle. You never know. And plus 400 top 10. I also like that. 
Uh, Adam Hadwin, the dude succeeds anywhere where there's a lot of birdies. He's a great putter. Um, a lot of birdies to be made out here this week. Going to be soft. So Adam Hadwin plus 4,500 uh, plus 400 top 10. And then Kevin Yu, um, he started off the season pretty well for a relatively new dude on tour. Uh, I just think that he could possibly, you know, backdoor a top 10, if not be a first time champion here. So uh, he was also, I, I hate to say it, but I guess he was one of the most heavily bet public guys because, I mean, he's plus 7,000. So, you know, you get him in the top 10, you're making a good profit. You're earning more off him finishing in the top 10 than Scotty Scheffler winning the event. So I like Kevin Hughes' odds to top 10 over Scotty Scheffler finishing in the winner's circle. Much harder to do, so. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's going to be hard to three-peat, but if anybody can do it, it's Scotty and and I'm once again going to feel like an ass if I didn't bet on him and he wins, but at plus 450, I just I, I can't do it. Cannot do it. Fair enough. All right, let's finish up this week's episode with a little fairway or four. Uh, so fairway or four, we give you guys two scenarios or a scenario from our life. You decide if it's fairway, like that you agree with that, or is that four and we're crazy. Uh, I'll start off this week. So I think a lot of people think I'm crazy for this, but when I need to remember to do something i put instead of putting like a calendar appointment in my phone i put an alarm in my phone and my alarm goes off quite often at the office when i'm at work during the day and people get annoyed by it it also like if i'm away from my phone i have my watch on and it doesn't connect like it just won't stop you know a phone call stops after 15 20 seconds whatever if it's ringing but the alarm does not stop until you turn it off so fairway or four it's it's acceptable to use your alarm um, because For honestly, instead events. of like a calendar appointment, I, I don't always see it on my phone. Sometimes it just gets buried in the noties. Yeah. Well, no, you have to put on alerts. For, I do. You put I on alerts for calendar events. Do. Yes. See, alarms just bug me because you have to have them on. Like all, like if, if you're setting in a, for something later that day, but if it's like a week down the road, how are you going to notify yourself? Uh, you go, Every you you say every Tuesday. See, so, that's so dumb. What but, if it's in two or three weeks? Uh, well, you just get the that, alarm for that Tuesday. And that's then, like a calendar appointment. But if I'm like laying in bed and I'm like, oh, tomorrow I should post this thing, then at like I'll, no, I'll set an alarm for the next day at eleven fifteen. Post this, and then fair. it goes off, and then I turn it off forever. Okay, yeah, it's all relative. Um, Emma, what do you think of Spencer's fairway for here? Fairway, I do the exact same thing. No Hell shit. yeah, I okay. love that, Emma. I, res you. I respect that. Um, okay. So for my fairway or four, uh, I've been coming down to Arizona for a while. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm not the biggest fan of their sports teams. I'm just going to be real honest. I'm a Colorado guy, but I have to give Arizona their flowers. This is like, I think Arizona is the best place to winter. I don't think I could live here year round. I'm not built for the heat. If you can see me. Um, but I think Arizona is the best place in America to winter. For. 100%. It, it, I love it down here. Uh, I do, like, I'm not a big Florida guy. I've been to Florida plenty of times. and I hate the bugs and shit. I, I'm not a big bug guy. Yeah, if you're talking about just the winter, like, I don't know why more people that don't have homes don't live here. I'm sorry to say that to people that live in Arizona because I know it's not the greatest thing. But, like, when I see somebody in Colorado and it's, like, zero degrees and they're, they don't have a house and they're outside, I, I'm like, what are you doing? Here it's like perfect, you know. Ironically, not necessarily this the week. The desert but does get a little cold at night, though. Yeah, I mean, but no, you know, learn, if, your, learn your weather, bro. If you want to move to a legit like place that it's never cold, then you know, I don't know, go to Hawaii. But that that's not going to happen. That's a long swim. Swim over from California. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, and it's not like that. It's not California either, where it's all like California stuck up. Like Arizona's, sucks. I just love Arizona. It's yeah, pretty, it's a pretty, ver chill, it's a very chill, like laid back. There's a variety of foods. There's a variety of spot. You know, like I I love it here. So yeah, I'm gonna go fairway on that. Emma, I would assume you agree. Fairway, we have snowbirds for a reason. Yes, that is a fact, and I would say that it's less windy here than Florida. Um, there's a lot of reasons why I think it's better here. Dry heat. Yes. We have no, like, we do get mosquitoes, but not as bad as, like, Florida. We don't get those, no. like, bugs. And I'd much rather have dry heat than... Prehistoric creatures flying right. through the air. <laughs> yeah, miss me with that. So, yeah, I just love it down here. Got to give Arizona its flowers. It is a great state, and that is probably why it is one of the fastest growing cities in America. 
Um, you know, being from Denver, we understand what it's like to deal with a lot of transplants. So uh, it's it's not that much fun, but it just means everybody likes where you live. So, you know, you got to take take uh, the good with the bad there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, fairway on that. Arizona is a great spot. We're going to enjoy Arizona for the next couple of days. We got Emma with us. Um, we're going to make some great content from the Waste Management Phoenix Open the next couple of days. So make sure you're following us on all the socials. We will talk to you next Monday with a winner, hopefully, from the Big Bet Energy card of the Waste Management Phoenix Open, also the winner of Live Las Vegas. Uh, hopefully there's something to talk about there, but we will talk to you guys next week. Enjoy the weekend. Make sure you're following us. Get our content all through the rest of the weekend. We're going to go drink now. We're going to go drink. No no pro-am. Peace. <laughs> We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.